0: Yalla Morocco, yalla Egypt, yalla yalla My name is Abhis. Uh, I'm a seasonal journalist and have worked for BBC World Service in Pakistan as a communication consultant. Besides this, uh, I'm a social activist and worked with international NGOs in Pakistan and Germany to raise awareness for human rights. I'm a DOT Scholar and currently I'm doing a PhD in Journalism at Passau University in Germany uh, Khyber Pakhtunkhwa is uh, a is bordered by Afghanistan and it is considered a very conservative province in Pakistan. The education of girls in several parts of the province was banned multiple times and social activists like Malala Yousafzai raised their voices on international platforms to protect human rights and especially girls' rights. Uh, today I will speak to a well-known human rights activist. Uh, Wagma Feroz about challenges to girls in getting education and uh, doing jobs, businesses, especially in Khyber Pakhtoon for the province of Pakistan. Thank you Wagma for joining Yalla podcast. Uh, could you please briefly introduce yourself?
1: Thank you for having me, away. I'm Wagma Feroz from the Tribal Belt of Heber khoa and mm-hmm. I work on human rights, women's rights mm-hmm. through different tools like documentaries, theater, mm-hmm. study circles, and awareness programs. Mm-hmm. And I'm working this um, since long, I would okay. say, mm-hmm. when I opened my eyes. On those those areas, um, I experienced that women are deprived mm-hmm. of their rights. So, yeah. so
0: today we are talking. Uh, about women issues and girls issues in Khyber Pakhtunkhwa that is considered uh, most conservative part in Pakistan. What kind of challenges do you think a social activist that girls are facing in Khyber Pakhtunkhwa?
1: As a social activist, uh, you are more exposed to the Uh, cultural barriers Mm -hmm. to people to you know the insecurities so Mm -hmm. as a social activist and as a woman activist Mm -hmm. I have even myself faced a lot of threats Mm -hmm. from my family not Mm -hmm. from my close family my parents are very supportive Mm -hmm. but my other relatives they don't want me to be you know more Mm -hmm. prominent and same is with other girls Mm -hmm. those who come out and who choose Uh, different fields and who want to work for other women or for the society because they are not used to see women in a in a powerful position. Mm-hmm. So it's always very challenging to mm-hmm. work in those areas and for other women. Mm-hmm. And Another thing is the safety. Yeah. Okay. Uh, even if a man work in those areas, mm-hmm. safety is a big concern. Mm-hmm.
0: So w- what do you think, uh, what are the causes of these uh, problems or challenges or issues for women which restrict women from education or job or something?
1: If you look into the history, I think Pashtuns are those belts were very much civilized, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, uh, like we have centuries old civilization Mm -hmm. and women were in power, but slowly and gradually some political factors Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh, due to those factors, the religion was used against Mm -hmm. those people to suppress Mm -hmm. them. So Mm -hmm. I think because of those factors now women are more suppressed and they are thought to stay at home so Mm -hmm. these days if we look into the current scenario Mm -hmm. uh, women are less educated in those areas Mm -hmm. and they do not have jobs and facilities so Mm -hmm. these kind of uh, barriers they keep women at you know in the Mm -hmm. lower positions Mm -hmm. or in suppressive roles. But I think if I look into the, um, uh, to our scenario, cultural norms, Mm -hmm. which are thought to be, you know, we have to carry Uh, the honor of the family. In our culture, like the honor is on women's, you Mm -hmm. know, responsibility. Mm -hmm. If a man do anything on their shoulder, Mm -hmm. if a man do anything, he is not responsible. Even in our culture, there are some norms, there are some, you know. Uh, things mm-hmm. when a w- man commits some something bad, uh, mm-hmm. a woman will be responsible to uh, resolve the dispute. Like mm-hmm. uh, if uh, the brother of a girl do something bad or dishonor another mm-hmm. girl, then the other family they have to ask for the hand of the uh, mm-hmm. that person's yeah. sister or any woman in that home. Honor killing is also a biggest issue. Okay and you know uh, even my own cousin she was murdered mm-hmm. in the name of honor and mm-hmm. that was really depressing for mm-hmm. us women and even i was scared that uh, i mm-hmm. i can be get killed because you know mm-hmm. uh, i work on women issues and mm-hmm. i don't uh you know uh wearing a job I come on the media I talk about the issues so Mm -hmm. my family members they think that I I can you know Mm -hmm. it can bring uh, shame for the whole family even Mm -hmm. for the whole village okay okay (laughs) so I have this strong responsibility to take care of the things and it's
0: really a big challenge to
1: yeah and mm -hmm. I always have to filter things even when I talk about the issues I Mm -hmm. have to filter it in my mind what to say and what not to say Um, as you
0: said like since uh, very from your childhood You have started working on such issues or observing the issues in the society. What you have done so far, or your organization, or as social activist, I have heard that you presented uh, many documentaries which got international awards. So, what you what you think uh, is missing here in this society? You have visited to uh, developing countries, developed countries. And you have seen girls there, mm-hmm. so what do you think if you compare uh, girls in both societies or countries in different countries
1: mm-hmm. first I, I will talk about what I did mm-hmm. for other girls mm-hmm. and why they are like we are the same human beings but mm-hmm. women there are more empowered and they have they are independent yeah what i observed when i was a child Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i belong to mumand and my schooling is from uh, those uh, areas i Mm -hmm. observed that uh, there were very few girls in our school Mm -hmm. they were not allowed to go to school like after the primary schooling after fifth grade Mm -hmm. girls will drop out or Mm -hmm. they will get married at very early age so Mm -hmm. when you get married at that very early age you are not that independent or a woman to think about uh, things or to decide for yourself Mm. and the second thing was that we shifted to a a bigger city Peshawar Mm just because there were no facilities there were no schools like I observed that there are some parents who want to educate their girls but there were no schools they were they they were not able to support uh, to move to another city or to Mm -hmm. send Mm -hmm. their girls to another city for education So these are the things then when I see that uh, in other countries women are more independent because they think that education is a right it's not an issue like it, mm-hmm. it will be strange if you talk about that why women don't go to school. They will say, Oh, mm-hmm. like it's our right, and uh, a girl and boy both should go to school and they, they educate. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then uh, they choose their own profession. So mm-hmm. it's not an issue there. Mm-hmm. That's why when they grew up like a human, mm-hmm. not as a woman or not as a boy or man, mm-hmm. then they have this independence to choose. Their professions mm-hmm. and to go to any places they have, they can like exercise um, many of the human rights. Mm-hmm. But here in our region, okay, uh, women are not allowed to exercise their mm-hmm. rights. So mm-hmm. if they are not educated, yeah, they cannot decide for themselves. So there are these different things which restrict women uh, mm-hmm. to stay at home and not to get education, and mm-hmm. then when women like us who are educated, who has the freedom to mm-hmm. decide for their self or to move from one place to another, I think then when I look at myself, I feel mm-hmm. more insecure yeah. and there I think there are more challenges for us than a woman who is illiterate, okay. stays okay. at home. Okay. Because she has internalized those mm-hmm. norms and many things and she thinks that it's mm-hmm. a woman's right to stay at home or it's, it's good for a woman to be, you know, submissive. But for mm-hmm. women like us who are, who has more exposure, mm-hmm. then uh, we cannot bear with the soci- these challenges and we yeah. cannot be yeah. submissive or wait for a man to mm-hmm. do something for us. Mm-hmm. So in other countries, I think women are independent because mm-hmm. they are educated. So education is the main tool and first we need to work on the girls' education. Once they are educated, I think many problems can be solved.
0: And what has motivated you? Like as a girl, you worked a lot as social activist in this society, faced a lot of challenges. So what was the the thing which supported you? Was it something from your family or uh, institutions, education or government or what has motivated you to do such things?
1: Yeah, I have uh, a lot of stories, I was in school, I was losing my friends, they were dropping out of the school Mm -hmm. and at that time I was not that mature to understand this but when i was in the school i was observing that i'm losing my friends because of the dropout they mm-hmm. are not allowed to continue their education mm-hmm. because of the many factors as i mentioned mm-hmm. like when they enter the adolescent age and mm-hmm. the parents are uh, you know uh, much worried about them and they get uh, married at the early age mm-hmm. these were the things like an uh If I look at the women, they also have internalized the violence. They think of themselves as very submissive and they think that uh, they cannot join politics or other uh, fields because they they also think that Mm -hmm. their mind will not work in those fields. So these are the different factors that I wanted to work on and Mm -hmm. I had the freedom.
0: Because they were also told, I think, in this society that you are not good at
1: yeah to become
0: a doctor or pilot or something
1: exactly mm-hmm. like the parents and the whole society mm-hmm. give you even now when I am independent and I work mm-hmm. uh, there is this mentality that they think that like they think a woman like us is a you know prostitute mm-hmm. that we don't have mind we cannot think we cannot work but mm-hmm. maybe we we are getting favors from men, mm-hmm. so this mm-hmm. is this uh, this mentality exists there. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was lucky that my fa- parents were very supportive, and mm-hmm. in our society, you need the support of your father, especially because okay. he has the decision making power okay. for okay. the whole family. Mm-hmm. So, and he, he told me the. We are, we are five sisters and he would uh, mm-hmm. tell us in our childhood that uh, if you have the freedom you need to work for other women okay and he used to bring us books which are different than the curriculum mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. to think more critically about the society and mm-hmm. politics and he would discuss things with us like I remember when I was in the grade six he asked okay. us that um, uh, to write something about the uh, a girl's marriage age. And he didn't tell mm-hmm. us that what is a proper age for a girl, but he okay. asked her to write about this. Okay. And me and my sister, my elder sister, and some other cousins. Mm-hmm. We uh, were researching on this, we were asking people for the one week and then we okay. wrote, wrote about the, a girl's a marriage yes. age. Uh-huh. So I remember that uh, I got the second position in that essay and my cousin, okay. she got the first position because she wrote age 21 okay. and I wrote 18. Okay. And my fa- father thought that yes. Uh, girls should not get married before 20s then later the same that same cousin like she was very creative she she left school mm-hmm. because of her family mm-hmm. and she got married at a very early age okay. these were the things which convinced me and which uh, you know keep me motivated to work for women okay. and those girls mm-hmm.
0: and and how um, what age you think is uh, like you have seen the um, the age uh, for child marriages in Heberpachtunhua. Mm-hmm. What's common age you
1: think? Uh, common is like the majority of the girls uh, get married at 11, 12, 13, but I have okay. seen girls who get married at the age of 9.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Even when they are not uh, adolescent, okay. they okay. get married, mm-hmm. so in Swat, I have seen this, in Swat area, I have seen that girls are getting married at a very early age mm-hmm. and then I conducted a research there mm-hmm. and I observed that there are many factors like, you know, uh, because of the militancy and uh, many things people feel insecure and they want their girls to uh, get them married at an early age and to, uh, to be so secure. Because yeah. they
0: think that only men can protect... Yeah. Uh, female. Mm. And women... Girls <laughs> oh, are not
1: mm. educated. They think that it, girls are burdened. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. it's it's good if they get ar- married at early age. And they are also afraid oh, of the you know? girls... Um, when they become women or... Mm-hmm. Eight, they, they are very much af- afraid of this teenager yeah. uh, phase. That mm-hmm. they can choose a man for herself. Okay. So, they are always afraid of this. That uh, before... She can choose for herself or Mm -hmm. she can bring shame to the family, Mm -hmm. it's better to get her married at a very early age.
0: Okay, and and what what kind of mediums did you use to highlight uh, these issues during your time working as social activist?
1: I mostly use, uh, I don't use the traditional methods, you know, because mm-hmm. I myself, I don't listen to people much. Okay. So, I know when you talk and talk and talk, people will not listen to you. Mm-hmm. So, I got the opportunity to get uh, theatre training from okay. a UK-based organization. Okay. After that, I realized that theatre is a powerful tool and it can okay. be used for social change. And when okay. I started using theatre, I observed that... Like you know I conducted theatres on child marriages and uh, there were many people in the audience who started crying okay. and they started you know confession. Uh-huh. I remember one of a woman who mm-hmm. said that theatre yeah. was on child marriages and there this woman came and she hugged me and she said she was crying and she mm-hmm. said
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um, that uh, I saw my own daughter in that character mm-hmm. and then she said that he, her daughter committed suicide because okay. she got her married at a very early age and then she was not able to take care of the family And okay. she said at the age of 14, uh, her daughter has oh. a yeah. son okay. and okay. then she committed suicide Okay And she was crying oh. by, uh, you know, uh, watching that theater That's So I mm-hmm. use theater because it's very effective They
0: could relate Yeah, and mm-hmm. it
1: can uh, touch your heart and emotions mm-hmm. and people It can... Change attitudes very Mm -hmm. easily, but these days I'm using documentaries because the world has shifted to digital. Mm -hmm. So people, everyone have so access to social media and internet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's better. Like Like, we use documentaries on issues. Like last year, I worked with um, religious minority women from the religious minority. Like. Uh, Christians and uh, Hindus and from other religions Mm -hmm. and uh, when I produced a documentary it was a powerful story because a Muslim woman is running a small business and she has provided employment to women from other religions that thing was really inspiring for me and I produced a documentary on that so she was
0: Muslim and she the owner
1: was Muslim yeah okay
0: and she provided uh, employment to People from other, religion, from women other religions, women from other religions. Yeah. Okay. And
1: when I asked her, I thought that maybe it's like, you know, randomly she hired them, but I talked to her and mm-hmm. she said she was not that uh, educated, uh, but okay. uh, the story was really inspiring because she said that because these girls from other religions, they don't get jobs, okay. Okay. they are not accepted in other organizations, okay. they are not welcomed. Mm-hmm. That's why I want to hire them. Okay. And. I observed that all those girls were sitting with each other, eating together Mm -hmm. and celebrating different festivals at that small uh, office. Uh, It was a saloon, beauty saloon. So I I liked that thing and then I thought that why not uh, like... Uh, to talk about this aspect that women can mm-hmm. be good leaders like that yeah. woman is an example because mm-hmm. she is promoting peace mm-hmm. and she is you know economically empowering and other not women. discriminating anyone Yeah, of, of the base religion of religion or... uh, mm-hmm. because i was working at a university in the same city in okay. swat mm-hmm. and i observed that there was a sikh girl with us from uh, another religion we uh, okay. all the other teachers were muslims and they were discriminating her so much so then when i uh, saw that one Mm -hmm. and then this example and like that one disappointed me because you know the educated women they were discriminating another woman of the same rank uh, on the base of religion Mm -hmm. like in front of me they they took the vegetables from her hand and they asked her do not touch the food it was in front of me and i was shocked and then i talked to the girl Mm -hmm. "That why don't you complain about this Mm -hmm. and she said please um, i don't want to complain about it and neither you should do it because i may lose the job and then uh, i observed this another example in the same area in the same town mm-hmm. so it was really inspiring for me that yeah there are women who want to so promote the, yeah persons.
0: this kind of diversity would be uh, very rare in in Khyber like to hmm. uh, give opportunity equal opportunities to people from different religions and yeah from it's a very good example
1: yeah but uh, like as i said in the past time like uh, People. I Even I remember when I was a child, okay. people were accepting each other. I remember that we had some uh, neighbors from other religions and we used to go to their homes and different festivals. Mm-hmm. But now people are um, very intolerant. Mm-hmm. And even in the curriculum, if you uh, check the curriculum of the school and different uh, books, mm-hmm. It's written there that you should not mingle with the people from other religion, it's in the, you know, the school and curriculum, so So people are learning this thing, Uh so now they are becoming extremist and they are not accepting each other.
0: They are teaching it in the textbooks. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but uh,
1: they should teach about diversity and the yeah. importance of freedom of religion but no they are teaching glorifying one religion mm-hmm. and discriminating others so that's why like people are now becoming more intolerant to mm-hmm. each others mm-hmm. and i have seen that um, people from other religions they are even not given the jobs mm-hmm. uh, people see them and the very you know the cleaning the sweeping jobs okay. you will, you Lowly. will find people mm-hmm. from other religions uh-huh. in just in those jobs not in at the higher position at the like if you are not encouraged at schools uh-huh. and in the education system then uh, they they feel insecure yeah. and they don't you know uh-huh. get education because uh-huh. they are always afraid that anything can happen and with uh-huh. each passing day, our society is becoming very intolerant uh-huh. like you may have seen that uh, Last week, an incident happened in Punjab where a boy was you know mm-hmm. lynched yeah. because of the different religious uh, oh, Ideas thoughts and, and, thoughts. Mm-hmm. and uh, there are um, the target killing cases of um, people from other religions in mm-hmm. so they are migrating and they they mm-hmm. are afraid and they are not interacting with. Uh, Mm -hmm. the majority.
0: Mm -hmm. uh, So do you think the exchange programs for example from different countries to Khyber Pakhtunkhwa, if they do this, this would also help uh, a bit, uh, would be good for exposure?
1: Yeah, I think it will help a lot because um, last year I worked with the uh, Ministry of Religious Affairs in Mm -hmm. Khyber Pakhtunkhwa and we... uh, conducted some programs on seminars and Mm -hmm. exchange programs Mm -hmm. of people of different religions Mm -hmm. and I was just talking to people and interviewing them that how are you feeling have you ever interacted with the people from other religions and they all were so happy and they said I think we all are same but we have just uh, uh, different Mm -hmm. you know uh, Mm
0: -hmm. opinion yeah mm -hmm.
1: and um, we need to have these kinds of um, Interactions and discussion and platforms where they can interact mm-hmm. they are kept segregated mm-hmm. that's why they don't accept each other but once they know that yeah we are equal humans mm-hmm. with maybe different um, uh, faiths but yeah. we are same so i so think these kind of exchange programs can help a lot this podcast is brought to you by yala young leaders we believe that in sharing and hearing stories and different points of views can connect so yala join the movement see you, see, you next next time. Time.
0: see you next
1: time see you next time see you next time
0: see you next episode next, time. See you next, time. See you next time.